everybody, welcome back for another Thursday Thoughts. You know, the uh, temperature's dropping, it's a little cloudy and drizzly outside today, and so I thought I'd do something a little bit different. So today, you know, when it's, when it's cold and, and cloudy and rainy, sometimes you just want to curl up on the couch and read a good book. So today I'm going to do a book report of one of my, one of my favorite karate books. And, uh, you know, over time, like, like most people, I've, I've developed a uh, modest to fair-sized uh, karate library. You know, I, I, I joke with some of my athletes, you know, there's a, a famous karate celebrity who, who goes by the, the name, that, you know, the karate nerd. And I joke that I was a karate nerd a long time before it was cool to call yourself a karate nerd. But as karate is one of my passions, I've developed, you know, or, or acquired a, a, a modest karate library. And I've got kata books and technical books and, you know, Funakoshi Sensei's books and uh, Mabuni Kenwa Sensei's books and books about Motobuchoki and whatnot. But one of my favorites is this book right here. It's called Moving Zen by C.W. Nickel. Now, this is not my uh, the original copy. I have a, a paperback copy that's, uh, that I got in a used bookstore in the... Uh, mid to late 90s and what I liked about this book what drew me to this book was some of the similar experiences that the author and I had now uh, Mr. Nickel was a uh, British Canadian who uh, went to Japan when he was 22 years old in 1962 and uh, the book relays his journey from White Belt to Shodan and it took him at that time about two years of, of, of everyday training there at JK headquarters. And, and he talks about training with uh, Kanazawa Sensei and Nakayama Sensei and uh, that whole generation of JK instructors, that whole first generation or second generation of JK instructors in, in Tokyo. And uh, now some of the, again, this book was written, his, his experience was in the early 60s. The book was written in the... Uh, about 10 years later in the early to mid 70s and so the writing is, is somewhat dated and some of the they, he talks about some of the cliches about karate and some of the things that they used to say about karate and, and whatnot but when you get past that uh, what I really what really drew the book uh, drew me to the book was his experiences uh, living in Japan uh, as a foreigner training karate and because I had somewhat similar experiences you know, I lived in Japan for a couple of years. I uh, was training karate in a university karate club. And, and I talk about all of those experiences when I was a guest on the Okinawa Karate podcast with Josh Simmers. And if you haven't seen the Okinawa Karate podcast, you should definitely uh, go check it out when we're done here. You know, and not just my interviews, but interviews with Jonathan C.V. Sensei and a whole, a whole bunch of other sensei, uh, Jesse Enkamp. And he's got a whole bunch of, of other uh, awesome podcasts and awesome interviews on there. So I highly encourage you to go check that out. But now back to the book, Mr. Nickel, Moving Zen. So he talks about these experiences, the hard training that they did, you know, the, the fighting that they did, learning kata. And uh, again, what drew me is because I had similar experiences. I, uh, you know, Kambu Kotai when uh, the seniors retired in my club and the juniors took over and the, the three-day-long experiences that we had and, and the fighting and the sparring and everything. 
it, it resonated. Now, his, his experiences were a little bit different. His time was a little bit different than mine, but we had so, so, a similar kind of shared experience. And, you know, he, he really, his passion for karate really shows through in his writing. And as I was rereading this, and, and you know, rereading is kind of what prompted this, this, this uh, video today, but there was one section that I came across that I wanted to read for you here. And let me find that real quick. So he's describing uh, a friend that he made as he was walking home one day. And the, the gentleman approached him and he saw that he was carrying his karate gi. And at first, Mr. Nickel thought that he was approaching him because he wanted to practice his English and learn more English. But it, it, it turned out to not be that case. It turned out that he approached him um, and he, was, he asked if... Uh, Mr. Nickel wanted to learn uh, kendo. And so I want to read you a section here real quick. It is romantic perhaps, but I believe there is something stronger than mere circumstance and coincidence in the forming of long-lasting and deep friendship. I feel that our life paths can be drawn together, perhaps in order to fulfill some distant and common goal. Thus are strong bonds between people formed. Ten years after our first meeting, Munehiro Ikeda remains one of my closest friends. And in my interview with Josh on the podcast, and not just then, I've, I've said this many other times, but one of the greatest things about karate is the power that it has to draw us together. And, you know, our shared experiences, and even some of my best friends were people that I just met by coincidence at, at a local tournament. And then we met again at the next tournament and then we started talking and we had a conversation and then, you know, we ended up working together and, and, and doing different things and training together. And all of that is through karate. And, you know, even my being a guest on the Okinawa Karate podcast wouldn't have happened if it weren't for connections that we had made through karate. So, you know, this book, you know, it, it was kind of dated and whatnot, but I really enjoyed how he, his passion for Japan, his passion for uh, karate came through. And that's what uh, helped maintain my interest. And I reread re this book many times. Um, and so I hope that you go and you, you check it out and give it a chance. And I'm, and I'm curious to hear what you think. And I'd also like to hear what your favorite karate book is. So now go get to work and we'll see you out there.